Hey everybody, welcome back to Monomail Pagan Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Scott. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. And make sure to check out our previous episodes. And if this isn't your first time listening, then thank you for coming back and listening again. Um, make sure to check out our uh, social medias, which are Twitter, or Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'd also like to mention, uh, as the best outlet in order to get in in contact with us i'd probably say twitter would yeah. be that's where we're most active we do do our best to uh try to keep up with the facebook and the instagram but reliable way to get reach us would be our twitters yeah our most which of course that's at pagan underscore, underscore podcast yep. or at modern male pagan or at chaos the cultist yep So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about sigils today. Uh, a sigil is a type of symbol that ref- it reflects your desire or intent. Uh, in chaos magic, it refers to a symbol that represents the image created from the words of the desired outcome. Uh, there's a few different ways that you can create a sigil, uh, such as using the rose cross or the witch's wheel. But the most common way is the Austin Osman spare method. And uh, the way that it's done, that's where you uh, write your intent out, such as, it is my will to be happy. Mm-hmm. Then you eliminate all the vowels and repeating letters. Uh, some choose to leave the vowels. I personally take them out, but some people actually choose to leave them in. And it's your choice to do Y, right? Right, like, yeah. If you want to keep Y, then you can, because, you know. Sometimes why? <laughs> yeah, so it's up to you. Do as you will. Exactly. Uh, so if you was to take that phrase, it is my will to be happy, and you take out the uh, repeating letters and the vowels, you're, it, you're left with T-S-M-Y-W-L-B-H-P. Once you have that phrase of intent broken down to a single string of letters, you begin to combine them into a shape that feels right to you and has like a, a an occult-like or a witchy-like feel to it. Uh, and then that becomes your sigil. And adding like circles or arrows to the ends of lines and stuff, adding lines, it's it's all up to you. Make it witchy. Make yeah. it magic. <laughs> make, make it as, as witchy as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can actually, uh, we'll kind of do... Uh, our own creation of that mm-hmm. phrase and yeah. then we'll put the sigil uh on on the uh, yeah, social course. media pages we'll do our own interpretation of it yeah, yeah. and then everybody can kind of see how what it would look mm-hmm. like using those uh letters yeah of course and for those of y'all that don't know our profile our logo for our podcast is actually a sigil yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, it actually is modern male pagan all broken down into mm-hmm. a sigil Yep. So you can actually reference that as well. I've actually heard of a method similar to the Austin Osman spare method, only you keep the vowels and you only take out the repeating letters. And then you scramble the letters to create an easily repeating mantra. Uh, using the example, it is my will to be happy, you would be left with the letters I-T-S-M-Y-W-L-O-B-E-H-A-P. And you can rearrange those letters to become smiley bow path. And then in the mantra, you would just kind of repeat that mantra over and over again while you're meditating. Hmm. And that would kind of have the same effect as if you was just meditating on yeah. that image of the 
Gotcha. I haven't heard of that um, method yet, so that's actually really interesting. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Uh, ceremonial occult, occultists uh, that work with the Goetia, they use sigils created by King Solomon to work with demons. Now, when I say demons, I know that kind of is a little bit confusing. What demons? If you're going to be... Well, yeah. hold on. <laughs> Bear with me. Think of it like this. Consider as if uh, when working in the higher spiritual self, uh, ceremonial occultists will work with archangels. Mm-hmm. Uh and when they're working on their lower self or the physical self, then they work uh, with demons through the archangels. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much what they're doing. They're not actually yeah. summoning demons. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. Well, it, you know, not in so <laughs> not in the way that everybody you know, pictures it. Yeah. Yeah. Rune symbols, which are more commonly used as a divination tool, much like the tarot or oracle cards. Uh, they can also be used as a sigil because mm-hmm. each one of the rune symbols have an, an you know a meaning to them, so you That's can right. use that as your intent. Intent, yeah. yeah. Uh, using a spirit board is another form of sigil work. Uh, using the letters on the spirit board, you can spell out your intent and then end on goodbye, and that sends your intent. Uh, I've also heard of people storing spells on the back of the spirit boards as a portable grimoire Mm -hmm. and uh spirit boards like many other things related to the occult has a negative connotation towards it but it actually has many other uses other than just for divination or necromancy yeah um with creativity and imagination just about anything has potential to be a tool used to manifest results yeah so that's that's pretty much all i have for sigils do yeah. you have anything that you'd like to add because i know that this is a pretty hot topic for oh you yeah as well. um <clears throat> with the uh you were talking about anything being able to be used as a uh, tool to manifest results and all yes um mm-hmm. that like a poppet right yes or, uh, voodoo doll right yeah like that yeah that uh-huh. that's something that can be used as a tool to manifest results yeah well, anything really. You know, yeah. the, the wand is a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, the the pen. All these things are just tools. Yeah, and a, a, a sigil even mm-hmm. is a tool in itself. Yeah. that helps manifest results. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with with sigils and all, like I I, I keep one on my uh, watch face. It's um, so like anytime that I check the time, um, I see that, and you know, it's a subconscious reminder to enjoy the little things in life. And yeah. and so, I like that idea. It's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah, if you have that option, to, I I personally don't <clears throat> excuse me don't even wear a watch. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> but keeping it somewhere maybe in like a phone case. Maybe or I could like put that. a tattoo there. Oh wait, yeah. I already have one. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it it I, I I like having that idea of just subconscious reminders. It, like you know, whenever I check the time or. Um, I, I do want to put one, you know, some, somewhere in my car or something like that. Cause like as a reminder to, you know, stay on track with building my project car that I want to do. Like maybe like uh, an air freshener. Yeah. Something like that. I was thinking of, uh, putting something in the, uh, mirror, like whenever you put it, pull it down and how it has like a, the mirror, mm-hmm. it, mine has like a cover that you can put like a card in. Oh, and yeah. I want to put a card with that sigil on it. And, uh, you can also <clears throat> like a wooden disc. Mm-hmm. You can put the sigil on that, drill a hole in it, and hang it up. You can have that hang. That or... sounds good. Yeah, that sounds neat. And you did just give me a, uh, a, a wood, wood burning, burning tool, tool. So yeah, 
I do actually really want to do that now. I'm going to have to go buy some little discs. Oh, I have plenty. Yeah, oh, so if you, yeah, if you actually I want. I need to steal some from you then. <laughs> you don't have to steal all yeah. of them. <laughs> okay, so now moving on, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the deity Morgan. Uh, Morgan is one of the three war goddesses from Irish mythology. Uh, Morgan is translated as Great Queen or Phantom Queen. I know a lot of scholars kind of really argue over the translation, mm-hmm. but that is what yeah, has been most agreed upon, yeah. is uh, Great Queen or Phantom Queen. Gotcha. Uh, she's viewed as the death aspect of the triple goddess, but um, not the triple goddess like you think as with Hecate. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Hecate, you know, that's maiden, mother, and crone. With her, she actually has two other sisters, and she's the death aspect. And the other two sisters have, like, mm-hmm. life. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the other yeah. one. <laughs> it's all good. We're focusing on Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Morgan is known in legend to have protected the... Tuatha de Danon uh, with a cover of fog and rain so that their boats could land upon the shore of Ireland. What is that? What's the... The Tuatha de Danon? Yeah. The fairies. Oh. Hmm. Uh, She's associated with war and fate, especially with foretelling doom, death, or victory in battle. Um, And on the battlefield, she appears as a raven or a crow eating the bodies of the dead. Uh, she fell in love with uh, Cuchelian, uh, the heroic son of Lu, but was rejected by him, and in anger she harassed him on the battlefield and then tried in vain to save his life. Hmm. Okay. Uh, she's known to be a deity of choice in autumn, especially around Samhain. She's also celebrated on January 7th for the Feast of Morrigan by some pagans. Uh, I don't know too much about the Feast of Morgan, to yeah. be honest, because I I haven't really celebrated it, so I mm-hmm. don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah. But I, I do know that it is something that is celebrated by some pagans. Okay. Um, she is associated with uh, death and tarot, mm. of course, because she's the death the aspect. Death, yeah. <clears throat> uh, stones and crystals that are associated to Morgan is obsidian, rubies, jet, amethyst, gamut bloodstone and clear quartz uh her color association is uh white purple dark blue and then a combination of red and black okay um plants that are related to morrigan are going to be blackthorn belladonna juniper berries nightshade and mugwort um her sacred animals are scavenger birds such as crows ravens vultures things that of that nature And uh, also wolves and horses are sacred to Morgan. Uh, offerings acceptable for Morgan would be uh, mead, or also known as beer, uh, whiskey, apple, water, or any red-colored foods. Gotcha. Um, she is capable of making great changes to your life, but she will make you work for what you want. Uh, she'll require you to put effort in on your part, you know, yeah. not just sit back Pull and, your weight and yeah, not just sit back and expect it to yeah. come. Uh, 
she really requires you to do deep shadow work and in order to transform into the capabilities and responsibilities of receiving her gifts. Gotcha. You have to be in tune with her. Yes. And and it's always, when working with any deity, it's really good to really get familiar with them and do a little research and get familiar with, uh, you know, not just the things that I've told you, these little tidbits, Mm. but actually do a little research, some background and actually get to know the deities, find out, you know, what other things that would be great for offerings and, Mm. you know, these kind of things, because the more you get closely related to it when you go to work with it, then you're going to be more attuned to that deity mm. of choice. Yeah. So it's always always good to try and get as as familiar with the deity when it, before you work with them, yeah. not just oh well this ritual says that I need to call upon you know this deity mm. and uh, follow these instructions and poof there's my miracle. No, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know? actually be in tune with it. And- be a part of the process as well. Exactly, yeah. All right, now it's time for the segment we refer to... What's Alex Brewing? So we did decide to change up the name a little bit, give it an actual name this time. Um... What we previous called it was insert clever name here, and we still are uh, open to any suggestions for the name. So if y'all come up with anything, let us know. Hit us up on our twitters or any other social media. Preferably our twitters, because that's what we're <laughs> usually using. That's, yeah, uh, it'll be the most reliable way to contact us. Um, but yeah, let us know if y'all have any suggestions for this segment. But um, first thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, people are realizing that the boundaries of reality are no longer bound by their minds. I did say that in a super mysterious way, but people are waking up and they're noticing that their world and reality can be changed by their will. Like, everyone has the ability to change the world at their will. And people are realizing that now. Um, I, I, I agree do. with you 100%. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're seeing a lot more people that are getting into, you know, maybe just the simple stuff like tarot readings or whatnot, but people are definitely still seeing or now realizing that, you know, this stuff's possible. You know? Yeah, it's definitely. It, and realizing that they have a say in Well, I their think journey. a lot of it is people are realizing that, you know, that there are other options to, you know, to check out and be open-minded to yeah. and I think a lot of people are being more open-minded mm-hmm. and even if they aren't 100% full all in all at first they are at least accepting the fact that okay I'll listen and see what it's about yeah. and then when they start hearing things they're like oh well, now I want to know more <laughs> yeah. you know which interestingly I actually did tell two of my uh, co-workers about our podcast and all gave them our business cards and stuff and uh, they seemed actually really interested uh, one of them uh, I told her that I would give her a tarot reading at some point <laughs> um, if y'all are listening then y'all know who you are um, one thing that I want to mention uh, you got me out of the show Hellier it, it, it's a really cool show yeah it's a great um, show if you haven't seen it I'd recommend you check it out it is available on YouTube yeah on uh, a, Planet a, Weird Planet Weird and then also on a Amazon Prime video correct yes yeah um, I watched it on Amazon Prime Alex is watching it on YouTube <laughs> yep <laughs> it, it's a really neat show they they're the general gist of it is uh, pretty much they get this calling in a sense 
Well, they're they're paranormal uh, researchers anyways, but they basically pretty much got an email that kind of put them on a synchronization path that just went further and further and further. Mm -hmm. Every time they followed a clue, it just... Yeah, further it's further. really cool. It gets my attention. Yeah, it's really good. It'll get yours, show. definitely. <laughs> uh, I, well, I, if you haven't seen it, just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, no spoiler alerts. Yeah. No spoilers. But it is a really neat show, so make sure you go check it out. Yeah. All right, Alex. Uh, I just wanted to kind of check in. How's uh, the that beginner three minute mm-hmm. mindfulness how, yeah. how's, how's that been going it's been going all right um i've been i haven't been able to do it in the mornings just because i i get up and get going pretty much um but i have been focusing on doing it at at like right before bed right before i go to sleep um the way that i've been doing it is pretty much using it as my way of falling asleep in a sense is those like i lay down get ready to go to sleep and just close my eyes, focus on everything around me, focus on the sounds, focus on any movements of, you know, my cat jumping on my bed or something like that. And um, <clears throat> I haven't been documenting it, which I want to, but I haven't been. But other than that, I mean, I've been doing that and it's definitely got me in tune with my surroundings and all that. Yeah, so uh, when you're journaling, uh, it, it kind of helps with your progress and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do it, it's okay. But I've actually, like, strictly, you know, every day for a complete year mm-hmm. been keeping track of, you know. And yeah. so I'm able to actually go through. And that I, what I actually intend to do is at the end of the year, I'm going to actually, which is coming up soon, I'm going to actually go through and I'm going to read the whole journal mm-hmm. and just kind of see the things that I was come. like, well, it's mm-hmm. just kind of evaluate, see mm-hmm you know in this experience what what made it go that way what made it to where it was a good experience or a bad experience and what Mm -hmm. could I do differently in those you know aspects yeah and that's basically you know I can go through all of my experiences and see you know how how I can adjust it how I can fix it make it better how I can duplicate it you know that's a good idea that's that that's kind of the reason of the journal Mm mm-hmm well, being that you've kind of gotten uh, used to the the beginner three minute mindfulness, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go just a little and take it another step. Uh, it's actually the advanced three minute mindfulness. Okay. Uh, and this is going to be the step right before you really start getting into real meditation. Th- yeah. This process is what you'll want to to do mm-hmm. before a meditation. Okay. Because this is what will help clear your mind. Okay. Um. So on this one, what you're going to do, you do the same as you was before, but this time I want you to focus on your breathing and while focused uh, on your breathing, also focus on an object within your environment. Mm-hmm. This time you're, you're going to keep your eyes open uh, and breathe in like a mental count of three, hold to a mental count of three, then breathe out to a mental count of three. Okay. And then hold that out breath for, for the count. Yeah, and it's it's called a, a fourfold breath. Okay. So it's breathe in one two three, hold one two three, breathe out one two three, hold one two three, and you just keep doing that process during the three minutes while you're focusing on an uh, an item. Yeah. Um, I would suggest again uh, 
an analog clock, mm. it would be best because you can sit and focus on the clock, the center of the clock, and you yeah. can watch the clock and see the the three minutes passing by. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That, and that way you can still focus on that one, two, three, one, two, three. And, and uh, still be uh, mindful of your time. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'll also say if, because for me, I can't do three because that's... Mm-hmm. I, my breaths are so in and out yeah. I have to do a count of nine so if you have to adjust it to your own count mm-hmm. if, it, if that rhythm is messes you up and you need to do a four count mm-hmm. or a five whatever is you know because okay. mine is a you know I, one two three four five six seven eight, nine hold nine mm-hmm. you know I, but you you'll want to keep that cycle it, yeah. uh, of whatever number so don't try and do three and hold five yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever you want to do the same number for each step right exactly okay so that that's pretty much the that next advance. So if you'll kind of add that to, yeah, you know, I know you you'd like to do that right before going to sleep, but maybe but I could do, that. do this and then that uh, yeah. laying down. And, that would work. Yeah. But this is what you'll be doing before you actually start a, a real meditation. meditation. You'll gotcha. you'll do this process to get your mind clear and focused. Yeah, I'll definitely do that tonight. Then whenever. Yeah, just if, work on it if you get if you can try and yeah. do it as you know every night, and then I I would love to see how how yeah know, of course. that works for you. Yeah, we'll do. Um, I wonder if I'm wondering if it actually gets you more into a, a because I know you have trouble sleeping sometimes, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if that will actually help get you you know with a clear mind if yeah. that'll help oh, ease I, you into a sleep. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to <laughs> I'll see. Give it a try. Yeah. yeah. Keep working on that. Yeah. All right. So I guess that pretty much wraps up this episode. Yeah. Uh, we do apologize if we seemed a little bit drained today. Uh, I think that full moon eclipse kind of messed with us. Messed yeah, with definitely. Us. I've been <laughs> felt way off and yeah. drained all day. So. Mm-hmm. so we do apologize about that, but. You know, we're doing our best and we're trying. So the energy may not have been there, but the intent was. The intent I promise. Was, yes. <laughs> Don't forget to check out some of our previous episodes, especially mm-hmm. if you're new to the episode and you started here instead of starting at the beginning. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check out the other ones. Uh, also, don't forget about our uh, uh, social media, social our Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. And the voice messages on Anchor. Oh, yeah. And then also our email at uh, monorailpagan at yahoo.com. Yep. Um, And just a reminder, our Twitters are going to be the most reliable way to contact us. Um, Definitely. You you can contact us on anything else, but more reliable way would be on Twitter. And most of the information that we get posted... It's on Twitter. It's yeah. There's gonna probably you know more more content probably yeah. being done on Twitter. Mm-hmm, definitely. But yeah, I guess that wraps it up then. So we will yeah. see y'all in the next episode. All right. See you next time.